Hi everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to Astro Tea. This is your weekly astro forecast that we host on Sundays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. BST to take a closer look at the transits and cosmic energy of the week ahead. So go ahead and join our group here on Clubhouse. Share this room out with your friends and family so they can get all of the tea too. And if you have not already, join our email list and don't forget to purchase your copy of the Astro Tea Journal that's available on Amazon right now. Just go to the link here at the top of the room to receive all of the exclusive tea. Hey, soul. Hey, y'all. We're going to get right into it. We have the full moon in Leo going on later in this week. So just think of this week as a culmination point. Like it really is beautiful because the full moon in Leo is happening on a Sunday. Um, you know, the uh, the sun rules the sign of Leo. And it's also kind of like a culminating point to the week that we're going into. So just think about it all as, you know, something that's bubbling and heating up and, and getting hotter and more passionate and more intense until we get to the f- point of expression with the full moon in Leo. So we're gonna run through the transits of the upcoming week. If there's anything that you wanna share, definitely feel free to drop that in the room chat and we'll read your questions and comments throughout the episode. And And of course, we'll also have a conversation on stage at the end. So let's get into it with tomorrow, January 30th. We're coming to the end of the month. I really can't believe January is over already. Um, And so we're starting off February pretty soon on Tuesday. So we're kind of ending out in the last, or excuse me, on Wednesday. We're starting February. But we're ending out the last two days of the month with the moon being in Gemini. So on Monday, January 30th, the moon in Gemini is conjunct Mars in Gemini. And this is happening at 10 degrees. So both of these planets, the moon and Mars, are both at 10 degrees Gemini. And 10 degrees is a Capricorn degree. It's the first octave, the lowest octave of the degrees that are ruled by Capricorn when we look at degree theory. So all that means is that there's a little bit of Capricorn, you know, flavor or seasoning or energy in this transit, even though we're not talking about Capricorn. It helps us get more specific with our interpretations. So this transit is starting off the week with emotional intensity, emotional changes, emotional outbursts, and also emotionally charged arguments and conversations. The moon and Mars are also forming a loose square with Venus and Pisces. Venus uh, will be at five degrees Pisces. So it's a pretty tight square. It's like a five degree orb. So this adds pressure in our collective relationship domain, dealing with things like lies, deception, infidelity freedom spirituality keeping the faith versus seeing what's out there on the horizon rose-colored glasses versus facing the facts blurred boundaries leading to miscommunications getting aggressive or frustrated when feeling misunderstood and also balancing hectic schedules and finding the time to both be intimate in your relationship and also for alone time right I feel like juggling a lot of priorities. We talked about this last year, kind of soak up the transits that kind of felt like time was moving slow. There really wasn't much going on because I think it was Virgo season. Empress, I don't know if you can remember that. I think it was around Virgo season that we're like, yeah, the responsibilities. What is it? The pressure is getting worse. more and more is on our plate and so for those of us who have manifested unions and partnerships now comes the task of really balancing these 
simultaneously with other obligations that we're being asked to step up in other areas of our life. So we can look at this Capricorn degree to ask ourselves, what are we building and creating, right? Either intentionally or unintentionally, would we express ourselves erratically or without thinking? And, you know, there's a beautiful thing that happens when we express ourselves without thinking, we get to offer our spirit the ability to just come through unfiltered, uncensored. So that is a beautiful process. However, if that's coming through with like misplaced aggression, right? Are we creating relationships that feel open and safe? Or are we creating a landmine that instills fear in all of those who are trying to deal with us and get close to us? They feel like they got to walk on eggshells with us. So our emotions are always trying to tell us something. So instead of verbal outbursts, or even putting our hands on somebody because Gemini definitely rules the arms and the hands. So it might not just be verbal aggression. Things could get physical on this day. We can also channel the investigative curious side of Gemini to help us get to the bottom of what emotions feel unseen or unheard or misunderstood so that when we speak, even if we're speaking assertively and passionately, we're communicating effectively about where we need love and support because that's really what this day is about. I feel like the that inner child that's been wounded and feels repressed and feels unheard and feels unseen, they've learned to channel that through aggression. You know, where is that inner child in us that is channeling that feeling of feeling unheard with, with aggression and frustration? And how can we really allow our inner child to express um, what it really is about, you know, how, how we can productively and constructively feel more seen and heard in our relationships. So that's what I have for Monday. Empress, what does this look like in the tarot with this conjunction between the moon and Mars? Yeah, I really love that what you said brings up a lot of the topics that we're going to have to get deeper into as the week goes by. And I, I agree that the first three days of this week, being that we're speaking about moon and Gemini transits from Monday through Wednesday, it's really an opportunity to work on how your thoughts and your emotions transcribe into the way that you communicate with other people and that can get potentially physical as so mentioned because <laughs> gemini rules the arms and the hands and the forearms so like you know um you know things can you know get to that point but we need to address a few of these things and, and i think it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to get through this energy before we have to uh actually face it and deal with it so for monday with the moon and gemini conjunct mars and gemini in the tarot this is the high priestess and the lovers or the knight of swords energy conjunct the night the towel and the lovers in the knight of swords and so today's forecast is looking like a fight for love essentially with a sudden act that could challenge the current structure of things with this tower card here and so with the high priestess and the lovers and the knight of swords we're really being moved with this the energy of this transit to take action on the way that we communicate in relationships for the sake of better symmetry between you and a loved one and so with the tower representing mars energy this could be after an enlightening conversation right this could also be after an argument or finding out some type of new information about the loved one because we have gemini which is the communicator talking about things right sharing information and this could be where things potentially escalate to as we mentioned that more physical sense in utilizing the body parts that represent this gemini energy um 
And so you can also find out things through outside sources like other people or the internet, right? Not only that person. Um, the degree to which we're willing to fight for love will determine for some of us whether we stay and work on achieving harmony together with that loved one or that partner, or whether we choose to fight for our self-love and make the decision to not rebuild the tower with one another and instead start over with that rubble and create our own towers, our separate towers, or, you know, um, walk away completely to rebuild in a completely different location. Uh, with the Knight of Swords here, this energy is encouraging you to speak up for yourself. So communication is suggested. I feel like whenever we have a predominant suit when you're reading tarot, it's really emphasizing you promoting energy exhaustion through that type of element. So for us dealing with swords energy now, it's a need for you to use and transmute and allow energy to flow in the way that you are using that element and how you're thinking and your mindset internally with yourself, how you're speaking and engaging with other people, how you're being strategic, how you're being logical, how you're being intelligent, right? Um, all those types of things. Um, it's encouraged that you express um, especially emotionally with the moon and Gemini through that element. Um, so it's encouraging you to speak up for yourself. Just remember that there are different techniques, right? That are always available to us in how we share our perspectives and our overall thoughts with other people. So do you want to be fast and quick with the type of communication that you have? And you being fast and quick with your um, communication might just mean that you say some helpful things to each other that separate you, right? That could be how you want to talk to that person. That's a technique that you're using to communicate. Or do you want to make strides that fight alongside this loved one as an ally with the Knight of Swords energy where it's you both against the tower. I'm not seeing it as me having to use my communication to defend myself from you. I'm seeing it as both of us communicating and defending or being offensive against the problem. It's us against the problem versus me against you, right? It's us against, you know, whatever is challenging us in our relationship rather than me against you in the relationship, causing it to causing us to separate. Right. So our perspective mentally transcribes into how we communicate with other people. Um, and so writing today, speaking today, reading, phone conversations, sending emails, social media, children, because we have the Gemini energy here, relationships, marriage, infidelity, proposals, divorce, verbal abuse and car incidents, whether the car's moving or it's not moving, come to mind for today. So welcome downloads and information from that peaceful frequency and sort them through productivity and logic, right? That doesn't mean that you can't feel a way about the information and the downloads and the communication that you're receiving, right? It means receive the emotion and trust and allow your masculine to respond in the most honest and truthful way. Monday's transit is going to really open up that conversation for the week. Like Monday feels like an outline to the essay, you know, like it feels like the table of contents to a love story. It's like, you know, every chat, but it's like the chapters looking at the table of contents will help mean the difference in how you can navigate the book, right? That's what 
Monday's energy feels like in looking at the whole week of transit. So um, open up that conversation. You know, Divine's trying to have that with us this week through the things that we experience uh, energetically within ourselves and in conversation and communication with others and your willingness and your mindset you know, in certain situations can mean all the difference in progression and growth and your your perspective in the upgrade season that we have now with Aquarius. So let's get into Tuesday, Soul. Two things that you said. I love how you brought up symmetry. I thought that was such a great choice of words, symmetry in our relationships, because Gemini is the twins. It is duality. It is about creating symmetry. And I was getting that download. We'll we'll get to it once we get to the Aquarius part of the week. But I was thinking about that, like how how different can we be and still walk in harmony like symmetry doesn't always have to be the same it just has to be complementary in a way if that makes sense well i guess we're talking about symmetry so yes for something to be exactly identical and symmetrical it does have to take on the same shape and size and appearance but when we're talking about it in energy expression to have two people you know like the good word calls it equally yoked or people who share value systems like we're really in that with venus and pisces it's like that doesn't mean that the the two people have to look the same talk the same have the same interests like how can we still foster uniqueness in our personal relationships that bring us something different outside of ourselves but because our values are symmetrical it works you know, it's like the couple that everyone's like, how did <laughs> him, her? But it's like, it works. It works on a value system, on a spiritual tip. They are symmetrical. They are aligned. But that also can allow us to be our own un- unique individual person within a relationship dynamic. So I love that you brought that up. And about transmuting the energy. That's a download that I got too, that you even helped me uh, in a conversation that we had earlier this week about transmuting the form just by being able to speak, like speaking it out, transmutes it into earth energy or water energy into air energy. It lightens it up just by transmuting the form and speaking it. So I just, that was like really beautifully said how you described Monday so to go into Tuesday this is now the last day of January um, we have the moon in Gemini is quincunx or in conjunct you know the two words mean the same thing Mercury and Capricorn so the relationship between Gemini and Capricorn is all about speaking and oration oration and networking so this is happening at 16 degrees which is a cancer degree so the moon will be at 16 degrees gemini quincunx mercury at 16 degrees capricorn so there's a little bit of cancer energy and seasoning in this transit too which we'll talk about so this week there's a lot to say there's a lot to express there's a lot that we've been holding in which is right on time for the full moon in leo that we have going on later this week and we know that full moons are times of revelation and expression so we're slowly attuning to that frequency as the week progresses like that feeling of needing to release is going to be almost like inescapable by the time we get to sunday you know and it's just pushing us for our highest good and we'll get into that more as we talk about the full moon in leo specifically but again just go with us in terms of this story is really a build up into sunday so this day tuesday which is a mars day so it's an action day it's a passionate day 
This day is all about getting our words and our thoughts in order. After a potent day like Monday, with the moon still in the mutable sign of Gemini, the methodical, calculated, reserved nature of Capricorn is going to help us to create a flow chart or a mind map of our emotional state. Whether it's, you know, pick your chart, right? <laughs> Whether it's a pro and con chart, whether it's if-then statements, whether it's, you know, a mind map of seeing how various thoughts and emotions are connected and where they come from at the root, right? Remember what Empress talked about a few weeks ago that we're in double Saturn energy. You know, we had Capricorn season, now we're in Aquarius season. Both of those align with the root chakra. So we're really getting to the root. Like, where do these things come from? Where, where were the first times that we felt this way that then we started building so much of our programming or our emotional responses onto that original thing that original event or experience or thought or trauma um so it's going to help us bring some sort of order right capricorn is is assisting in bringing order to the chaos when it's needed and this quincunx is here to tell us that there is some form of misunderstanding between these two energies, especially with the information that the moon is receiving from Mercury, right? When we have a transit where we have the moon, so it's like the moon and Mars or the moon and Saturn or the moon and Mercury, know that the moon is a receptive force. It's feminine, so it's receiving energy. So we can look at the other planet as the planet that is giving some sort of information to the moon so in this case it's mercury right so we have the moon and mercury so what is mercury projecting onto the moon right what information is it sending to the moon's way so mercury is, is sending structure it's it's sending order it's sending discipline it's sending routine it's sending accountability to the very chaotic mutable air sign of gemini and with this cancer degree as well, I feel like the misunderstanding that we have between the moon and Mercury can be resolved by letting go. Capricorn seeks to control the foundation, right? Capricorn's like, mm, I don't know if that's stable enough. Mm, I don't know if that's good enough. You, you think we could really climb 10 stories? That's, that foundation looks a little rocky to me. Maybe if I just fix it, maybe if I just support it here, maybe if I just, you know, Capricorn wants to control the foundation <laughs> and then Cancer seeks to control and manipulate the emotions. Like, well, no, why, why don't you feel this way? Or, oh, you know, like, you know, when people are trying to initiate a difficult conversation and they get you your favorite thing. Oh, here, I cooked you your favorite thing. Oh, here's a blanket. Oh, and you're like, oh, that's so nice. And they're like, so I really wanted to talk about borrowing $5,000 and your car. And if I can move in for like six months, you're like, wait, <laughs> were you just trying to manipulate me into saying yes, you know, creating a, a space and environment of comfort, right? That's what cancers are really good at. So both of those are trying to control something, which Control and manipulation is like grasping at straws and only creates more chaos since we're dealing with Gemini energy. So the trick here is not to weigh these chaotic emotions down. It's let them tell their story and let them pass through, right? Just kind of bring structure and order, but not wanting to control the chaos. The goal is not to say, okay, I've resolved all the chaos. There's no chaos left. It's like, what order can we create to like, organize it categorize it what is it trying to tell us what it what do we need to understand what is this information how does this put to how does this fit together like a book right that's the kind of order that we're bringing to it 
And then lastly for this day, I also feel that Mercury is bringing that order and ingenuity to the open-minded nature of Gemini that is resulting in creativity, resourcefulness, and solution-oriented mindsets as well. It's really going to help us think on our feet and perhaps see a new part of the plan that was foggy to us or that we thought maybe we don't have all the places in peace or we don't have all the resources. This is going to really help us think very uh, um, in an unorthodox, untraditional, but still methodical kind of way to see some options that we previously didn't think were there for us. So that's what I have for Tuesday. What does this look like in the tarot, Empress? Yes, I love that you said we're tuning to the full moon frequency that we're going to be feeling on, you know, this week Sunday with the full moon in Leo. I completely agree with that 100%. And when and when you said, you know, ask the question rather, what is Mercury projecting to the moon? I really loved that when you broke down the Capricornian, you know, aspects that Mercury is now allowing the moon to reflect on with emotions like and the resolution being to let go I laughed because there are some things that I put in that I'll get to that you know just really speak to exactly what you just mentioned so for Tuesday with the moon in Gemini King Kunks Mercury in Capricorn in the tarot this is the high priestess in the lovers and knight of swords energy King Kunks the four of pentacles in the tarot and so with today's forecast the love department is not the only hotline blinging right now okay like yesterday i spoke about you know relationships and how that dynamic in terms of the action you're taking in your mindset but now it's like let's be real four of pentacles like there's more than that that's going on there's more than just my love life that or my this the level of self-love that i show myself that's going on right now in my life you know um as you're working on loving yourself and possibly also harmonizing with someone else, you also have your stability that you're thinking about because we have the moon in Gemini. You have your foundation that you're thinking about, security, finances, investments, health habits, your spiritual hygiene. We talked about spiritual closeness during Aquarius season. You're thinking about exercise and family and you know how to feel about and act on all of those other aspects right of life and some of us may feel uncomfortable with the current state of resources and are using energy and time on tasks and developing skills that will sustain growth so it's like being able to see right now i'm not happy with this and this and this in these departments of my life but this is what i'm now trying to put in place to help those areas grow to help develop the skills and the consistency and the routine that's necessary to improve those departments that I'm, you know, working on right now. And right now there's a lot to manage, let's be real. And some days can really put us to work, Capricorn. Some days can really feel like work. So right now, the thoughts and feelings that you have on replay about your situation are what is attracting more of what you are experiencing in these departments. That's what like Mercury in Capricorn is going to like, that's the deepest level of Earth, Capricorn. So how deep are they going to have you go in terms of the root cause? Like, right, we're talking about the root chakra. How deep are we going to go into the root cause of our mindset and how that determines Capricorn, our financial stability, right? The physical comfortable comfortability 
that we experience in our life, right? And so we're, we're having to deal with this right now. How are those things on replay, you know, continuing and perpetuating the experience that you're having in certain departments of your life? This can have a physical impact as well, specifically in the hands and knees with the Gemini and Capricorn energy. This mental shift can be more difficult for some than others. And some of us have already been in the development stage of this, right? Um, of the awareness that we have in creating our reality based on our thought systems and programs. And today is a great day to question the efficiency of the method that you're using to approach life mentally. You know, how efficient is the method that I'm using to think about life? How is that, you know, how efficient is that with the four of pentacles? How do I need to develop that more to, to allow this to shift? Right. And how is that impacting the resources that you currently have? I love when you said, so, you know, the resolution today is letting go. And the last thing that I started to think after today was like, have a nice long stretch today. Like you need to stretch your body out today. You know, like have a nice long stretch, go on YouTube or pull up a meditation or a stretch, you know, like guided walkout or just like a stretching routine and go and do that, right? Do a walkout today, move your body today is what I would recommend as well. Take a walk, ground at the park. Really, um, if you would like, put effort into your physical appearance if you're going to be going out of the house today. You know, do those things that will help to sustain that new consistent thought process that you are developing, that new thought system and thought program that you are going through in this Aquarius season of us reprogramming our mind and how we're moving forward to increase how stable and secure you're feeling about life, you know, about your health habits, about your spiritual hygiene. So do those things today, I would say it, it does benefit to let go and stretch so that we don't have any of that stagnant energy building up. But to this week is, there's a lot going on in the mental space, right? There's a lot going on. We still have another moon in Gemini transit tomorrow. So it's like, we're spending a lot of time reflecting on the harmony that we're able to have within our mind in terms of how we're acting and how we're receiving in conversations and communication with ourselves and others um but that's all i'll say all i'll say for tuesday let's get into wednesday so yes i agree stretching and breathing i feel like as well both of those and it's so funny because you spoke to that and i felt that and didn't i don't think i put that anywhere for these days of like uh capricorn is the joints so any pressure any stress any tension that we feel sometimes goes into our back or into our knees you know our hips right and we it creates soreness and it creates tension in our body that it's like okay you didn't pay attention when it was in the spiritual form okay you didn't pay attention when it's in the mental form so now i'm gonna ground it and crystallize it into the physical form in our joints so i definitely resonate with stretching and also you know breathing right all that we have a lot of air energy that we're talking about this week and that also continues into wednesday february 1st so a lot of that is breathing or walking or you know meditating however you feel like you can um 
you can control your breath and i saw this uh this girl on twitter who does breath work and uh it's interesting her goal is like four breaths per minute which is like really interesting like if like inhaling for five seconds exhaling for 10 seconds and doing that four times within a minute so that's like four good like deep breaths in one minute and how can we kind of lower uh the amount that we're breathing per minute so that we can be more present and focused so the air energy continues on wednesday the first we have like empress said another moon and gemini day trine saturn and aquarius and the relationship between gemini and aquarius is about diplomacy and activism and this is also happening at 25 degrees so the moon at 25 degrees gemini trine saturn at 25 degrees aquarius and 25 degrees has a little bit of aries energy into it so we'll talk about that so this energy of Wednesday is definitely fanning the flames of passion and intensity in our otherwise mundane and serious life and routine. Uh, Saturn in Aquarius is in the first house of the sun. If we put the sun on the ascendant, that will put Saturn in Aquarius still in the first house. It's bringing rigidity, discipline, structure, boundaries, and fixedness to our health, to our personal space, and to our immediate environment. So, that's great though i feel like if that resonates if you've been on your you know routine on your person whatever self-mastery means like like means to you and whatever intentions you've set in that domain if you feel like okay i finally found my flow i finally got my momentum i finally got my structure i'm not letting anything interrupt that it's like that's that's good <laughs> that's not necessarily a, a bad thing right when i say fixedness right you're fixed on the goal you're fixed on the outcome you're fixed on the process um but for some people it might be feeling like wow like life has to be more than just you know get up go to work come back go to the gym go to sleep and do it all over again you know for people who kind of feel trapped or bogged down in some sort of routine that may not feel like it has a lot of joy right i think this transit is definitely for you this aries degree is an activating initiatory force that's being projected onto the moon in gemini which is in the fifth house of the sun right when we put the sun in aquarius on the ascendant so the fifth house in astrology is our romantic life our sexuality our creative ventures entertainment and also speculative gains so you know gambling or the stock market right things like that so saturn and the moon are interplaying in this abundant beneficial way right they're in a trine trines are ruled by jupiter so it's bringing abundance it's bringing magnetism it's bringing um it's bringing bigger and better right larger than life kind of energy so it's bringing structure to the areas of our life that are chaotic and wild and then also bringing fun freedom and childlike play to the areas that are rigid right and and causing some frustration um in our life what i was feeling for this day is a friend from the past coming back like reaching out and communicating uh utilizing our network and our associates to advance ourselves and our creative ideas and ventures like really again it's 
it's thinking on your feet. Like you don't have to meet the right person. Perhaps you already kind of know the right person. You got to just dig deep within your network or friends that you've lost touch in or see what they're doing now. You know, for example, let's say you want to advance yourself in your career and then you do some, you know, you check in with a friend and they're actually an executive at a company you're trying to get into. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't have to be so hard. It's just like thinking about the network network that we've already established for ourselves. Um, I also got like a younger lover, like either younger literally or helps us like feel younger. Like we feel like childlike and more carefree and more fun loving when we're around them. Um, an ongoing rotation of options in our love life as well. That Gemini energy is like a little bit sporadic and a lot of, you know, multiple options, multiple, um, you know, like a, a, an expansive roster <laughs> in our love life. Uh, it could also be local travel for networking and presenting. So maybe presenting at a com uh, conference or having a speaking engagement, right? That reflects your mastery in a particular field. And um, Saturn is also here to bring structure, accountability, and boundaries to get us back into shape for people who feel like maybe they're spending or their dating life seems like it's excessive or it's taking excessive time, energy, and like multitasking, Saturn is here to help bring structure and accountability. So with Saturn in the first house of the sun, this is a time of personal mastery within our studies and our passions. So make sure that these external stimuli in our dating and entertainment life are pouring into and breathing life into that mastery, right? It could be fun. You know, are they providing fun and enjoyment on this process of bettering ourselves or are they obstructing the path with distractions that impede our greatness you know this is a time for us to really reflect on like they don't have to be directly pouring into but even if they're breathing life into you that helps you go after your goals like that's the kind of energy I'm talking about versus like you feel like this person or this situation or this habit of spending is constantly taking more and more of your time and energy away from bettering yourself in the ways that you want to see so that's what I have for Wednesday's energy Empress what does this look like in the tarot Yes, so for the last day that we have Moon and Gemini, on Wednesday, the Moon and Gemini trining Saturn and Aquarius in the Tarot is the High Priestess in the Lovers and Knight of Swords, trining the Five of Swords energy. And today's forecast is bringing up passionate conversation about structure and law, moving forward in a union, and how your restrictions and rules, um, and how you want to mentally approach the future possibly have differences right so with anyone that you have any type of relationship with in those dynamics where you're having to communicate with others how do you deal with creating structure around that relationship especially when it comes to approaching the differences that you might have in your perspectives and so with the five of swords we have to establish when we have a position of defense or offense in a conversation like when you have when someone's speaking to you and you automatically notice you're taking a defensive or an offensive position in the conversation what are you fighting either for or against and if you don't know what um you're fighting for or against are you seeking an empty victory with the Five of Swords energy here? 
sometimes we have to know like what is our angle what is the point in this emotional perspective that i'm choosing to have in this union in this conversation in this community in this you know in this form of communication when you have a different opinion than someone does it make you feel angry or upset why or why not this is going to be a major theme of today's energy and so really be aware of how you mind your vibration when you interact with others when you interact with children and your self-talk just be aware of how that conversation sounds if it's defensive if, it, if it's offensive right this is all again a soul mentioned for yesterday's transit building up to the full moon in leo where we need where it is most beneficial to us to have strength and confidence in the ways that we're expressing each other and through our interactions with the community aquarius with the collective with humanity so how are you minding your vibration when you interact with other people when you speak to the generations that we're supposed to be guiding and showing examples right with your own self-talk this will increase the quality of conversation when we have this perspective and we take this view and reception from others and divine today will also get an increase in quality so some of you may also cut your losses in a partnership as so mentioned you know if you feel that the things that you want to express your the the departments you want to express yourself in are kind of being obstructed those paths are being obstructed or you know there are distractions that are um you know, taking a toll on your greatness, then that could require you removing um, yourself due to those differences that are foreseen, right? So I would say just emphasize listening today in general, emphasize listening today and seeing the rationality in someone thinking differently than you and decide that whether this union is, you know, something that I want to fight for or not, how is my energy being poured into someone else more than it is myself just build an awareness for that is what i would suggest so um that's all i'll say for wednesday so let's get into thursday yeah so thursday february 2nd this is an interesting day at first the first download that i got I was like oh this is so beautiful this is so wholesome i loved it and then it was like spirit took me in a completely different opposite direction to show me the the inverse polarity and i'm like okay we got a we got a lot to unpack for thursday so we have the moon in cancer trine venus and pisces and so the relationship between cancer and pisces is all about vulnerability and compassion so this is happening at seven degrees, which is a Libra degree. So the moon will be at 77 degrees Cancer, trine Venus at seven degrees Pisces. And so, and it's adding a little bit of that Libra flavor, right? So at first, this is how I started, right? I was like, this is beautiful, sensual, romantic, luxurious, intimate, tender energy for our love life, for our relationships, for our sexual expression. Uh, Venus in Pisces is in the first house of the sun. 
and the moon in cancer is in the fifth house of the sun so remember what i said venus is projecting onto the moon right so the moon is just like receiving this exalted energy right this supercharged energy from venus because it's exalted in pisces and so this is really about bringing that that love and that nurture into your personal space into your romantic and sexual space with your partner right really devoting um to one another doing like spiritual maybe like tantric work right cooking a meal together spending time at home or even in like a getaway right this is like some secret you know sanctuary which like it's it's really just based on your energy right like feeling like you're the only two people in the world really talking about your partnership speaking life into your partnership this is like a like a spiritual retreat spiritual couples retreat is what i'm feeling whether it's like literal or just being able to create that in your home environment right say take some private time to really pour into the relationship it's especially with what we've talked about like hectic schedules and a lot of different time commitments or um, our energy being pulled in a lot of different um, directions right now it's like how can we go and and pour into and breathe life into our um, our relationships this is also about painting together creating art together or creating music together um, you know just like just it was just beautiful you know like massages right think about like libra right this is very sensual it's very romantic you got candles you maybe got some music right really setting the vibe and the ambiance right it's like oh that's so great that's beautiful and then it was like wait a second <laughs> i was like this is also gaslighting energy this is emotional manipulation energy this is codependency right that libra can turn from altruistic partnership to codependency real quick you know cancer can turn from you know let's let's um devote time and let's let's you know create a home together let's you know cook a meal together that can turn into emotional manipulation real quick like you're not going anywhere you're mine <laughs> where you think you're going I, i'll say all the right things i'll do all the right things for you to stay venus and pisces that exaltation of venus is leading people astray right you know telling them everything they want to hear being everything that you know you they they have expressed that they've wanted denying their reality you know they ask for they ask for space and you know you say you're going to give it to them with no intention of giving them space whatsoever right so this can turn real toxic real quick and it's really it depends on what frequency we're turned into right both of the this energy is the same it's like what side of it are we on what work have we put into our partnerships what what partnerships have we uh, manifested into our life what do we want do we want healing in our partnerships or do we want control you know like especially if there's been uh, past mistrust or infidelity are you responding with really wanting to heal through those experiences or do you feel like more control and possessiveness and manipulation is going to give you the partnership that your spirit really wants you know um 
And so that's really what I'm getting for Thursday. It's really what what side of the frequency are we on? What partnership have we manifested? How can we take greater, even though none of these signs deal with accountability, child, but how can we take more accountability for what we've put, what energy we've put into the union thus far? And then why this is like where we are in respects to, you know, the contract that we signed with this person. So for the couples that have been putting in the work even if you're trying you know it's not perfect you've been working right you've been putting in the work take this day you know to really pour into your union sometimes we we wait for things like uh anniversaries and things like that those are very important but how are we maintaining and nurturing and sustaining and pouring life into our relationship just because you know this is what thursday on a random thursday you know it's february 2nd right we don't need a reason give people their flowers while they can still smell them and enjoy them and appreciate them and if you're in the other side consider if that's the relation if is it is it beyond saving can you really grow something healthy in an environment that has been toxic up to this point or is it time to venus and pisces separate right take some space and isolation from this relationship so that's what i have for thursday empress what were you getting on this day because it was it took me for a ride when i was meditating on it i was like oh it just pulled me in the complete opposite direction so i'm excited to hear what you got to say girl oh my goodness you have me laughing over here because that's exactly what happened to me like and i'm like is is it really me or is thursday like sexy time now because it's you know what i mean like monday to wednesday is like we're talking talking you know and then it's like let's get romantic with this so and shift the energy which i love you know from us going through monday tuesday and wednesday and working so much on our mind so on thursday we have the moon in cancer trining venus and pisces and in the tower this is the two of cups trining the empress in the moon or the knight of cups energy and some of us have had a passionate week of fighting for love you know by this point in the week and that love is being expressed now on this day in a sensual romantic and intoxicating way with venus and pisces in the two of cups representing the moon and cancer so with the moon and cancer this is a candlelit dinner you know followed by netflix and chill vibes to me like that's what i was feeling like and so that's why i'm like giggling to myself when you're like this is sensual romantic and i'm like yes girl i got all the vibes like I got the mental, you know, the visualizations and everything, like order some food and enjoy like, you know, a, a meal at home with Bay, or just enjoy a homemade meal together, giving each other a massage, you know, writing each other a poem, sending each other a video, you know, enjoying like fruit and dessert and wine and other alcohol responsibly you know showering each other with that nurturing protective peaceful loving energy you know like that's that's i was literally like writing a poem with the way that this energy was you know making me feel and so it's like do all of this for yourself if you feel like this is a personal journey that you're going on and accepting you know all of the aspects of yourself you know do this with a family member or friend if this is what the energy is referring to we love others best when we have a true love for ourselves and that kind of you know what kind of shift started to shift the energy for me um and and i loved how you mentioned that shift as well when you're like 
in the visualization feeling and energy and it's like we have some work to do you know when you when you love yourself best when you have that true love for yourself you can have unconditional love and love for other people at a higher frequency right because your frequency is higher unconditional love for ourselves that believes in our future you know even though you know about your past you still have unconditional love for yourself and your future and i i feel like that's what it it feels like for today's transit when it's like i'm outpouring this love and it can either go to that manipulative way where it's like I want our future to be like this so bad that I'm willing to manipulate another person outside of myself into seeing what I see, you know, or being willing to work on that together. Because as I mentioned with Wednesday's transit with the five of swords, it's like we both see our futures together and we're willing to fight together, you know, and take on our relationship fighting as allies instead of opposing each other. Right. And that can feel like a, a, a free flow of energy with the time we experienced yesterday. And then today it's like, that's feeling so good. You know, I can get wrapped up in that. And like, now I'm going to show you all these gestures that I really do love you. And I really am going to take that leap in a different, um, let me not say leap because we've got to get to, you know, Uranus and Taurus tomorrow. Don't, you know, like, <laughs> let me not get ahead of myself, but like, you know, let me just, embrace this energetically knowing that the way that i'm thinking about this mentally is how i'm manifesting it because my emotions are being affected by my awareness of my thoughts and its its impact on my physical reality like we had with mercury and capricorn and so you know let me not get wrapped up in this I'm, this energy is wrapping me up in this day okay let me stop we can get in the way of self-love because we allow our mind to reduce rather than improve the way we feel about and view ourselves. And so today, radiate the quality of energy that you feel about yourself and enjoy the company of others that radiate a complimentary energy and love your shine too, right? Wrap yourself in that energy and don't allow manipulation because guess what? You're not on that frequency. You know, if you don't want to experience that frequency and that energy, intentionally use your mind and your thoughts to use that to form a harmony right with your emotions and move forward and and allow yourself to shine from that space so really beautiful day um that we're experiencing on thursday can't say that enough especially after the moon in gemini for three days um let's get into friday so it made me think about how cancer is also the past. So can we reconcile the past with the future? You know, time in and of itself doesn't heal wounds, right? We have to go in and really like do the work and transmute. And that's why I feel like there is hurt from the past, especially what I was getting on Wednesday. I said a friend coming back, but it could be a lover coming back as well. Like, are you willing and able to even forgive past transgressions? <clears throat> Just transmute the whole past and start over and create a present and a future that is like a blank slate with this person if you're not able to do that because and that's okay you know if you're not able to if if it's going to trigger your trust or it's going to trigger your trauma and you don't think you're able to really move forward and grant them a blank slate like that's where we set them free
Exactly. Like, and in addition to that, I feel like if we do come, like some of us have both perspective as we, you know, mentioned, like we can take the energy in one way or another in the fact that exactly as Soul is saying, if you do forgive that person that's potentially coming back, if you do forgive the person that you're currently with and working on a relationship about things that have gone on in the past, how are you going to now move forward and how you engage in conversation? based mm-hmm. on how you subconsciously feel about them did you really are you really taking action based off of the fact that you have forgiven them right or if you are choosing to not be with someone anymore yes i've forgiven you for what you've done in the past cancer but guess what i now know that because of the actions you've shown me i'm choosing to continue moving forward by myself i'm continuing to move forward and continue with the self-love journey and just you know like work on my own harmony and union with my masculine and feminine energy so that i can attract what i'm shining out what i'm radiating energetically i know because i know that there's a direct link to that now right um so i love that you mentioned that so and that goes and in a way it goes into friday because i think what is keeping us from perhaps moving is that energy of codependence right and that could be with anything of course codependence we hear about it a lot in terms of relationships but we can be codependent and comfortable with really anything right we build this like attachment to things and i think friday is a direct like response to that energy So on Friday, February 3rd, we have the Sun in Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus. And this speaks to expression and virtue. That's the relationship between Taurus and Aquarius. And this is happening at 14 degrees, which is an Aquarius, excuse me, which is a Taurus degree. So there's that much more of that Taurus energy. And if we put the Sun in Aquarius on the Ascendant, that puts uh, Uranus on the IC, right? The cusp of the fourth house. So to me, this came as like hiding structure and stability from ourselves, right? Like either running from it or hiding it or not assuming responsibility or accountability because we don't know who we would be without a little razzle dazzle of chaos in our life. You know, we we say that we're chasing. I want I want stability. I want, you know, material acquisition. I want this. I want that. Like we tell ourselves that, but then subconsciously, right? Because the fourth house is like the basement. You know, what's what's in that basement? And it's like we're hiding from we're putting it in a box because we kind of really like unpredictability. Like, hmm, like, will my rent get paid this month? Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) you know will I be able to to pay for my car note this month I don't know I hope so let me manifest this money real quick right some of us really like you know we thrive off the chaos of living on the edge of our seat and I feel like it's really just about honesty with ourselves like if we understand that that's how we're wired you know is it a trauma response that we want to heal or is it a part of ourselves that we're willing to accept and then so how do we code our environment to be able to respond to that like we re- just release it you know that that accountability and or the the structure and stability that we're hiding in the basement we could just bring it upstairs we bring it upstairs and we we give it away at a garage sale 
You know what I'm saying? We don't have to keep it collecting dust in the basement because we've been honest with ourselves and say like, it's not really stability that I'm looking for. So I don't have to hide that from myself. I could just be honest and say, yeah, I like a little chaos. I like a little unpredictability. I like all of my days to look different. I like to be self-managed. I like to work on like with my clients and that comes in ebbs and flows and it's not always gonna be the same. You know, it's about being honest with ourselves. And this inner restlessness restlessness that we're feeling this week is bubbling up right before this full moon in Leo. And on this day specifically, that restlessness and rebellion that we feel within us is supposed to remind us that we can always break free of any self-imposed restraints that has kept us from expressing ourselves thus far. And that goes back to the, the codependency. Like what, what, things in our life are we codependent with or maybe complacent or maybe we don't know who we would be without them so we're kind of just holding on to them because it helps preserve our ego it helps keep us comfortable it helps keep us like emotionally stable but it's really just like we we're trying to break free of those things that we created at the same time you know so do you see how a lot of that energy is going to waste like we created the codependencies so we're we, we're fighting to keep them in place and then we're also fighting to break free from them at the same time that's a lot of energy that we're expending and so maybe we feel like stability both inner stability and tangible stability is at risk if we were to truly truly embody ourselves like maybe that's what's keeping us back like if i am truly myself then what if what if my job fires me what if this client you know doesn't want to work with me what if i'm you know hashtag canceled right because of these things and it's a threat to to my stability if i speak my mind if i do what i you know really want to do in this life so identify what we feel like is at risk by truly being ourselves um and this transit is allowing us to peek into how the possibilities of a different life are endless like are we trying to run away and rebel from this life because we've created one that isn't really how we want to live and who we want to be and like what does that life look like and how can we slowly but surely work towards having that life be our day-to-day -day reality so again, we'll talk about that a little bit more on Sunday for the full moon, but that's what I have for Friday's energy. So what does this look like in the tarot with this square we got going on? <clears throat> I loved that so much. Avoiding, like just having acceptance of self. I really loved how you drove that point and just being afraid of being canceled. That was beautiful. Um, so for Friday's transit with the sun in Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus in the tarot, this is the sun and the star squaring the full in the Hierophant energy. And today's forecast is really highlighting the directions we are looking to explore with this full energy here. And, and those ways that we're looking to explore that may not be positively aspecting our strongest attributes, personality, and purpose. And this could be because of traditions that we're still you know in or that we still have in place that we're energetically contributing to because of a contractual agreement with the with the higher font here right that we live in an in, in aspect of our life by and to shine our brightest light 
would be in violation of the commitment of that agreement that we have, that traditional, you know, um, staple that we have in place in our life in whatever department that may be in. So this for some is not leaving a paying job to pursue the future you want and visualize. This could be afraid of asking your job for an adjustment to your contract so that you can pursue the future that you want and visualize. This could be wanting to be single and no longer in a marriage and not knowing how to express that because to express that would mean potentially going into, you know, divorce of that contractual agreement. So I feel like there's so many different things here that speak to the potential square here or um, the feeling of working at cross purposes, you know, when it comes to shining your honest light and the things that you're currently moving towards with the fool, the things that you notice you have going on. And I love how this this also emphasizes what we've been speaking about in terms of the mindset that underlies our actions and how confident we feel in our expression. While this is like literally, this is a sun in Aquarius transit and we're in Aquarius season. So this is going to be something that challenges our ability to stay fixed on a mindset for the sake of our future, for the sake of the community, for the sake of the collective, for the sake of the the brightest, right? For the star, the brightest light that we can shine going into um, whatever direction we're moving into. Um, so it's a really beautiful day today to just have that perspective. What is stifling my light? We literally have the full moon in Leo at this point in the week, like two T minus two days away. And so as um, Sol mentioned, what did you, how did you phrase it? You said, these are things that are, we're attuning. We're, we're still attuning to that full moon and Leo frequency. That's gonna be like, the full moon in Leo is like, you know, the firework presentation on July 4th. Like visually to me, like when I visualize it in my mind, that's kind of what the full moon in Leo is has a potential to feel like in the most positive or otherwise way, you know, when it comes to us expressing our light and how resistant or embraceive we can be of that process. So um, I really love today's energy. Uh, let's go ahead and get into Saturday's energy still to keep unraveling this. Saturday's kind of a dramatic, of course, what would the full moon in Leo be without some drama right before? So Saturday, February 4th, we got some drama in the air. We got Venus and Pisces squaring Mars in Gemini. And this is happening at 11 degrees. So Venus will be at 11 degrees Pisces, square Mars at 11 degrees Gemini. Uh, Aquarius degrees speak, uh, excuse me, 11 degrees speaks to Aquarius energy. And the relationship between Gemini and Pisces is all about disarray and abstractness. So the real question here is, are you a lover or a fighter? Right? And are there times for both? These are mutable signs that know how to come and go, how to ebb and flow, how to apply in one moment and then kind of retreat because it doesn't apply in the other moment. They're, they're mutable. You know, they don't stay in one place. They know that, you know, how people say different friends for different things, right? There's different times for different kinds of energies and responses. So to me, I feel like it's the nuance in like, when is it time for what energy? 
And so we have a face-off between the planet of love and the planet of war, right? Venus is seeking peace and isolation, <laughs> and Mars is seeking reinforcements and fire-breathing arguments. So I feel like this is this is knowing um, when you need to take. Like, are are you projecting? I think that's a great question to ask ourselves on this day. Are we communicating or are we projecting? If we're projecting, how can we remove ourselves and take some space for isolation and spirit <clears throat> spiritual contemplation so that we can resolve what it is that we are fighting internally? But if we do need to communicate, if we do need to assert ourselves, can we do so with compassion? Right? Can we? And that doesn't mean like it has to be nice necessarily, but can we do so with compassion? Right? Can we take accountability where we need to do that? Can we take, can we give compassion for people that maybe they haven't done the work? So why are we expecting that? That was a big thing that came up for me today. Like we're dealing with, I mean, not today, but this week, it's like we're dealing with people who are excessively traumatized, who either haven't had the ability or haven't chosen to do the level of work that maybe we have done, which is why a relationship with them is so difficult, is like pulling teeth. So can we be compassionate for their suffering, for their trauma, uh, for their victimization, right? For their victim mindset and mentality, um, for the way that they perceive the world. Like, are we be, are we able to respond compassionately? Are we able to lighten the mood as well when we feel like people are in self-imposed suffering, right? Pisces is isolation, it's seclusion, it's, you know, kind of feeling like just on an island by themselves. Can we bring light into their life? Can we tell a joke? Can we can we express ourselves and not make the energy so heavy, right? Can we call them out uh, without being disrespectful, but just saying, you know, I see you, I see the game that you're playing and I'm gonna call it out, but I'm also not gonna make it super dense. So it's really about squares are an opportunity to give both of these fighters some room in the ring right how can we honor what venus wants to do which is compassion and forgiveness and uplift the frequency and what do the ancestors have to say <laughs> you know and then gemini is just out to see chaos you know um to clown to to you know stir stir the pot right to spill some tea you know uh you have two very different energies and how do we make space for both right are we gonna love or are we gonna fight in this circumstance you know and is that is that might make us feel better in the moment but is that pushing us to where we want this relationship dynamic to go and to flow because we do have to be accountable for the things that we decide to do and to say within these intimate relationship spaces so that's what i was getting for saturday empress what's your take on the square between the planet of love and the planet of war yes this oh you said it so well in the beginning like this day is is really has the potential to have like especially with the square of all aspects like it's a square with venus and mars today so with venus and pisces squaring mars and gemini in the tower this is the empress and the moon squaring the tower and the lovers and this is really highlighting the differences in how you view yourself and how others view you and how that view affects the way you feel um that you are treated by other people and by yourself 
and and it really brings to question as well when it comes to your environment is it a productive space for you to create with the empress here or is it chaotic with the tower moment and the tower energy here and it's constantly a battlefield right like how do you really feel about these spaces that you receive um emotion you know that you receive the most energy those spaces help to influence how how in alignment with the empress energy you feel i can create here i can spread out here i have abundance here right there's this is my world this i feel like i have contributed to what i'm experiencing and this feels good this is going to help me because i'm feeling good to promote and create more or is it like every time i try and do some shit here it's like every time you try and build legos around your little brother or something it keeps getting knocked down every time i try to sit here and like build these blocks in this environment someone's falling over it it's somehow toppling someone's pushing me or my hand they're yelling or shouting like there's always something going on to where I cannot effectively build. Like I can't build in this type of environment. Like this is not the frequency that I need to feel the most in flow with me expressing, coming up to this full moon in Leo, expressing my full self, expressing my life confidently. And so making a, uh, making a decision with this square here. You know, am I going to continue to work at cross purposes with this person? We're at Saturday at this point in the week. We've had the moon and air signs. You know whether you can communicate and compromise and, and see a future together with this person. At this point in the week, you that is something that is vividly clear to you through all of the divine experiences that we've had to go through. And so it comes to that point where there's a crossroads, you know? there's decisions that need to be made there's things that need there's conversations that need to be hashed out sometimes you know some of us will not want to talk about certain things we'll want to hold certain things in with this 11 degrees aquarius that this is happening in we'll want to be like you know what i've received this message but i don't know how to share this is gonna people are gonna think i'm you know silly or you know a freak or you know whatever like this is a very unique way to see the situation or like this relationship or i don't i know that it's a very futuristic way and that it might not be accepted by the other person but you have to make a decision regard like whether or not it's something that is the most comfortable there is a decision that has to be made as to whether you feel like you can stay in this environment you're either going to choose to stay in a chaotic environment that you can never completely build that tower in or it's going to be a, an environment that you feel that you can create in right and that has that plays a part um your communication plays a part in that you know maybe at the beginning of the week you weren't feeling that the environment was a good one to create in but guess what because of the conversations that you've had because you allowed the masculine side of yourself to speak up speak up for yourself in a truthful and honest way because you were willing to fight as an ally with your partner or loved one um instead of trying to fight against them um, in terms of the challenges that you both face in the relationship, now you're at a point where you're like, I can create Empress with this. I can do something with this land. 
I do feel good and feel nurtured, especially after Thursday's energy, especially after the moon in Cancer where, you know, we had that candlelight dinner and, you know, he really let down his walls and he read that poem to me and I really got to see a glimpse of how he feels. And it wasn't manipulative. It was honest. It was truthful. It was really the way that he felt. He let, you know, she said that because of all the pain and stuff that she'd gone through in the past, that's why she uh, uh, communicates to me in that way, because it's coming from a place of hope. But we honestly had a conversation where I do feel that honestly we are moving forward into a, a place where empress we can create together so i feel like this is a really beautiful day leading into the full moon in leo where we get to to really understand the spaces that we want to be in um how we view ourselves how others view us and and how we are going to stand up for the way we deserve to be treated i'll leave it there but let's get into sunday soul to close out the week with the full moon and that resonated because I had a moment like that this week in my own relationship where I realized that I was engaging in like a, a loop of not being kind to myself. And I just literally, I literally said out loud, I was like, I think I just want you to say that I'm a bad person, <laughs> you know, because like that's, that's the loop that, that feels more comfortable, even though that would hurt to say it's like, that's the loop of familiarity. Like sometimes it's not that trauma feels good. It's just that that's what we're most accustomed to. But it's like, do we have the faith to create a new system of relating and engaging and communicating not only with our, I mean, of course with ourselves and then how that goes externally into our relationships and partnerships. So, to close down the week, the moment that we've been waiting for to talk about, we have the full moon in Leo happening on Sunday, February 5th. And so it's like beautiful, like it's on the fifth, right? Fifth house energy, full moon in Leo. It's a Sunday, the sun rules Leo and it's happening at 16 degrees, which is a cancer degree. So from a technical perspective, whenever we have a full moon in astrology, that's that the sun and the moon aren't opposing signs, right? So that we got the sun in Aquarius opposing the moon in Leo is what gives us a full moon. And the Leo Aquarius axis speaks to monarchy and sovereignty versus anarchy and humanity. And it's where our sensitivity to personal projection, ideals, and social judgment is energized. And so also on this day, which is really interesting, the sun and moon will both be squaring Uranus and Taurus. So this to me is really about understanding confidence in our lives and confidence that doesn't come from a place of insecurity or overcompensation or projection but confidence really it just it's an energy that exudes that does not need any type of defense does not need you know you can't have the leo theatrics and drama right but that's just to like accentuate energy that is already real and doesn't need any type of defense or you know you got the stage lights you got the backup dancers um i forgot what um i think it was i don't know if it was patty labelle i can't remember um one of the ogs right one of the og queens of 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 singing right of artist of the true artistry of singing she was saying that so many uh singers nowadays 
have so much going on on stage with the with the lights and the dancers and the costumes because they're all trying to disguise and take away from the fact that they really can't sing that well. <laughs> so it's like how how can it be real for what it is and not an overcompensation for what it is that we either are lacking like for real or that we perceive that we lack, right? And really just allowing the confidence to speak for itself. And I do feel like because we're dealing with this cancer energy, it always comes down to our programmers, you know, our first programmers which is our parents, you know, or our first environment which is the home. You know, what is our our what is our relationship with either being the black sheep or the golden child right aquarius is the black sheep leo is the golden child both of those are technically pedestals or labels that are not very healthy for child development to either be put as the outcast or oh let me put you on the pedestal you're the golden child you can do no wrong i'm gonna spoil you i'm gonna do this i did you know it hinders our development or it makes us into people that are people pleasers right so that ex that confidence comes from external validations rather than internal confidence and this full moon in leo is like taking a magnifying glass it's like it's throwing us on the stage and then putting a spotlight and then they're like what is she gonna do <laughs> what is she gonna say how is she gonna act right even if you're like i don't know how how am i gonna act what am i gonna say you know but it's that moment of truth where we're thrown on the stage we don't know how we got there there's a spotlight in our face and spirits like go ahead do your thing right and we're left to ask well what is what is my thing what is that thing that i not even do well but that i love to do you know the cameras are rolling the, sh the spotlight is shining what am i going to do right who am i what am i giving off and so this is really about not not shrinking ourselves um not being afraid of of being perceived as different because different usually it 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 helps the status it helps us get out of the the status quo in any way shape or form whether that difference is neurodivergence or that difference is being ahead of the timeline right people who are outcasts usually have something to offer that competes or conflates the status quo right so with both of these planets squaring uranus which is the planet of change which is awakening which is shifts and transformations it is shifting us into a period of uncertainty and volatility that uncertainty of like how did i end up on this stage what am i supposed to do what am i going to do i have a script do i have a role and spirit's like no just do your thing that's the only that's the only advice that you're getting no just do your thing and you're like yeah but what is my thing <laughs> and that's that is where we figure out what role are we playing in this movie right how do we play this role to the best of our ability how do we hold character how do we maintain character we don't break character just because the scenes are adverse or uncomfortable so this is really calling us to shift in our perspective of reality so that we can get a clear idea of where we want to project our willpower and our ego what is it that we want to create that is original that is for ourselves that is of our own light that it doesn't matter if it's different it doesn't matter if it's weird because it's really coming from our heart space and our creative center space so definitely 
um, tap into our email list. The link to sign up is in our bio. We'll have a lot more of the technical breakdowns of the full moon. We got some corresponding shock, the corresponding chakra. We got some crystals you could use. You've got some journal prompts, activities to consider doing for this full moon. We got a lot. So we'll be able to talk about it a lot more within that space. But for now, as we close out the week, that is what I got for the full moon in Leo. So Empress, you can take us home and wrap us up with this week we got yes that was so so beautiful guys to wrap up this dynamic week we have the full moon in leo which is the sun in aquarius opposing the moon in leo in the tarot this is the sun and the star opposing the high priestess in strength and the full moon in leo this full moon in Leo is a fantastic light display. I mentioned uh, earlier this week, like a firework display um, of the strides we can make as a world when we contribute our energy and light in confident ways that display teamwork and leadership. And when you as an individual work on your awareness of the actions that you take based on your thought systems and emotions, more logic is applied when communicating communicating with the collective. And that's going to reflect that inner light getting brighter from that process. So when humanity, you know, all do that individual work, there are going to be energetic shifts in the major system. And those energetic shifts can reprogram our society and the way that we interact all from that individual effort right? That individual spark, that individual courage and confidence that we have in our expression, right? Even like Soul said, being put on stage and the spotlight goes on you, but it's like you have confidence that you'll be able to come up with something on the spot. You know, it's kind of like, you know, someone with someone that has a YouTube channel stopping you on the street and asking you to rap on, on the spot, you know, like do a freestyle on the spot. And it's like, God's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, you know, like, are you going to take this moment? Like you have been writing these rhymes down for ages on the piece of paper in your room, but you have, you know, now you have a real chance to shine, you know, are you, what are you going to do with that moment with your individual energy? How are you going to shift the collective energy based on how your individual energy shines itself into the space, right? now and now that shift is more apparent because of the intensity of the energy that you're putting out right and now your individual intensity because it's brighter now the collective energy if we all do that is going to be brighter as well right you are who you think you are so who do you think you are and today do things that make you feel fulfilled and at peace with that feel at peace with shining your light or you know knowing that you're going to be able to operate in the best possible way through spontaneous situations just by trusting who you are as an individual right do things that make you feel strong and confident for this full moon in leo do things that display your leadership and your intelligence today with the full moon in leo do things that display trust for your spirit. This is an upgrade and an energy surge is what I'm feeling that, you know, we really want to be consciously involved in so that we can receive the best benefits 
And Leo energy is associated with the heart as the body part and the third eye chakra. So sharing your light, right, unlocks the ability to shine your light brighter. Once you start, now you can gain energy. Have you guys ever used one of those flashlights? Like, you know, when you have to turn it in order for it to be a flat, like the emergency flashlights is like, once it's shining, like to keep it going or to make it brighter, you have to wind faster, but you can't just not start and then expect it to get brighter. You know, like someone cut, cut the lights on, but it's like, you have to be the one to go over there and flip the switch or turn the knob and increase the brightness. If it's one of those, you know, switches. And so go through with that process trust your intuition and have the strength to share your heart this is going to help unlock new levels of growth both on an individual scale and on a collective scale because while um as so mentioned this is an opposition that the sun and the moon are having in opposite signs so we're unlocking the new levels of growth when it comes to both the leo and aquarius aspects our confidence in ourselves as well as aquarius the confidence that we have in the collective to share our share our light to shine like a star and this is why the brightness of the sun and the star are combining on this day to make it a really fantastic light display as i mentioned imagine if everyone it like from the sky looking down on the earth as people are confident in sharing who they are it kind of let off a spark you know, what kind of display would that be to view with this full moon and Leo energy that's going to be shared with us? You know, that's going to allow things to come up to the surface and be exposed. So really, really beautiful week that we'll be experiencing coming up here. We're so, so appreciative. We love sharing this at like this forecast with you. I have so much fun doing it. And um, I love that we're all in this journey together, right? It's such a great experience to be able to to look at the energy that we go through on a weekly basis in this way what an amazing week thank you all so so much for joining us for another episode of astro tea we really enjoyed your energy and look forward to seeing you next week sunday check out our link tree to join the email list order your astro tea journal and even send a love donation you can book a personal session and um, consultation with either of us so follow here on clubhouse astro tea and instagram we're also astro tea to catch up between episodes we love you all and have a terrific week